This is a special edition of 1010 Thrive, a part of our series, Jesus in Every Book of the Bible. In the shadow of Jerusalem's splendor, a storm was brewing. The mighty Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar, marched upon the land, his ambition echoing off the ancient walls. In the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign, the city fell, its treasures plundered, its youth taken captive. Among them, four young men of noble descent, Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah. The king told Ashpenaz, head of the palace staff, to choose from among the exiles, young men who were healthy and handsome, intelligent and well-educated. After three years of training in Babylonian language, literature, law, and culture, they would be given positions in the king's court. Besides this, Nebuchadnezzar ordered that they be served the same food and wine as from his own table. Chosen ones, you stand before the great Nebuchadnezzar. You will be trained in the ways of Babylon. The head of the palace staff gave Daniel and his friends Babylonian names. Daniel was named Belteshazzar. Hananiah was named Shadrach. Mishael was named Meshach. Azariah was named Abednego. Later, on that first day, Daniel was alone with his friends. He was considering their displacement in a heathen land. They've taken our home, our families, even our names. But remember, a name holds no power over our spirit. They may try to mold us, but our faith, our purpose, remains unyielding. Like rivers carving new paths, let us adapt, learn, but never forget who we truly are. Let our actions show the strength of our unchanged souls, proving that even in Babylon, the God of Israel stands beside us. Let our defiance be silent, yet unwavering, until his light shines through in all its glory. Remember, friends, we are still sons of Judah, and our true names are etched in the stars. Daniel made up his mind to eat and drink only what God had approved for his people to eat. And he asked Ashpenaz for permission not to eat the food and wine served in the royal palace. God had made the official friendly and kind to Daniel. But the man was still concerned about this request. The king has decided what you must eat and drink. And I'm afraid he will kill me if you eat something else and end up looking worse than the other young men. The king's official put a guard in charge of Daniel and his three friends. Daniel spoke to the guard. For the next ten days, let us have only vegetables and water at mealtime. When the ten days are up, compare how we look with the other young men and decide what to do with us. I have my orders. If I do not abide by them, I will put my very life at risk. I do not wish to cause you any harm, but all I ask is this special dispensation for ten days. Just ten days. The guard agreed to do what Daniel asked. The training began, and while other captives ate from the king's table, these four Israelite young men adopted a simple diet. Daniel and his friends excelled in their studies, their faith a source of strength and wisdom. The chief eunuch, observing their progress, was impressed. 
You four, there is an aura about you. Unlike the others, your minds are sharp, your spirits untamed. Tell me, what is your secret? Our faith in God sustains us, guiding our choices and sharpening our minds. Of which God do you speak? He is not one you would recognize among Babylonian deities. Ours is a God who dwells beyond these lands, yet holds dominion over all. The ten days passed, and Daniel and his friends emerged healthier, stronger, and sharper than their peers. News reached King Nebuchadnezzar, who summoned them for an audience. You, from the conquered land of Judah, stand before me. Tell me, why do you defy my table, yet excel in my studies? Daniel bows confidently. Your Majesty, we honor your power, but our faith comes first. God has blessed us with strength and wisdom, even on a simple diet. Nebuchadnezzar is silent for a moment, then chuckles. God, you say? Tell me, Daniel, what makes this God of yours so unique? Do his powers surpass even those of Marduk, our mighty patron? I speak of the El Shaddai, the Almighty, who existed before time and will remain after it fades. He breathed life into creation, shaping the stars and setting the earth in its course. He spoke to our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, making a covenant with them and their descendants. He is the God of justice, who liberates the oppressed and guides the lost. Though unseen, he walks beside us, his hand protecting, his wisdom guiding. Our strength comes not from defying your table, but from aligning ourselves with his will. To honor him is not to diminish you, your majesty, but to acknowledge the source of all true power and wisdom, the one who holds both king and captive in his hand. Intriguing. You speak of a god I do not know. Perhaps he deserves a test. You shall remain as you are, and we shall see whose god prevails. In Daniel, chapter 1, we find Daniel and his friends in the heart of Babylon, exiles from Jerusalem, navigating a culture and a king's court that are at odds with their faith and upbringing. This chapter sets the stage for a profound demonstration of faithfulness, integrity, and divine favor themes that resonate deeply with the character and mission of Jesus Christ. Daniel's resolve to not defile himself with the royal food and wine is a compelling portrait of commitment to God's laws and principles. This decision, though seemingly minor, speaks volumes about the importance of obedience and faithfulness in the midst of trials. It mirrors the resolve Jesus showed throughout his life on earth, especially in the wilderness, where, like Daniel, he faced temptation and chose obedience to God's word above all. Daniel and his friends faced immense pressure to assimilate, to blend into the Babylonian culture and forget their roots and their God. Yet they stood firm. This integrity is a hallmark of Jesus' character. In a world that often encourages compromise, the example of Daniel and Jesus calls us to live out our convictions with unwavering faithfulness, knowing that our identity in God is worth more than the world's fleeting pleasures. As Daniel and his friends remained faithful, God granted them favor and wisdom beyond their peers, even in the eyes of the Babylonian king. This divine empowerment is reminiscent of Jesus, in whom are hidden, according to Colossians 2 verse 3, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. 
It serves as a reminder that when we prioritize God's kingdom and righteousness, He equips us to navigate life's challenges with wisdom that transcends human understanding. Daniel's life in Babylon became a testimony to the power and faithfulness of God. Through his unwavering commitment to God's ways, he pointed those around him to the sovereignty and goodness of the Lord. Similarly, Jesus' life, death, and resurrection are the ultimate testimony to God's love and redemption. As followers of Christ, our lives marked by integrity and faithfulness amidst trials are meant to point others to Jesus, the true King and Redeemer. In Daniel chapter 1, we are invited to see a reflection of Jesus' life and mission. Like Daniel and his friends, we are often placed in situations that test our faith and integrity. Yet, through their example, we are reminded of the power of remaining faithful to God's call. Our daily choices, whether big or small, have the potential to reflect Jesus' character to those around us. As we walk through our own Babylon, may we do so with the resolve, integrity and faithfulness of Daniel, always pointing to the greater story of redemption found in Jesus Christ. Let us pray for the wisdom and strength to live out our faith boldly, knowing that our God is with us, empowering us to be lights in the darkness, just as Daniel was in Babylon. That's our episode. Join us tomorrow as we continue our search for Jesus in the book of Daniel. Remember that God calls you not only to live, but to thrive. Live life to the fullest today.